The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two. This is Portrait. I am RNC. The pets, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustler, but everybody else in between. Kicking it. Sirius XM Channel 159. We absolutely crushed it uh, tonight. It was nice to uh, have one of those smooth, stone cold Steve Austin killer uh, nights. Looking at what we had uh, tonight, we had the Baylor. We gave you uh, all these plays were given actually on the TV show uh, tonight. Baylor to beat Oklahoma State. Winner. Vancouver Canucks, Dallas Stars over six, winner. Vancouver Canucks plus one and a half, winner. Vancouver Canucks, Dallas Stars, first period over one and a half, winner. Boston Bruins, Edmonton Oilers over one and a half, first period, winner. Boston Bruins to win the game, winner. Uh, Boston Celtics to win the game, loser. Charlotte Hornets, um, El Chapo tennis parlay, winner. Florida State, loser. Ottawa, Detroit, first period over, loser. North Florida, loser. Queens, winner. Queens, uh, over, winner. Anyways, when when it's all said and done, we went 9-4 tonight. So, we'll take it. 9-4. We took it on the chin with the XFL this past week. I bet really big units in week one. And uh, week two, I had bad luck and bad bets. It was like one or the other type thing. Right, like the weather in Las Vegas on Saturday really was bad. That was a problem, right? Remember we discussed. Well, let's see how bad it is. <laughs> like, well, it was bad. Like, it was, it was bad, bad. And the, the teams suck as well. That was the worst XFL game yet. Like that was pretty bad. That game. Like that was the type of game where it was like, yeah, you know what? It's probably a good thing this is not ABC and people aren't seeing this because this does not like this is not going to help you sub league. Right? It's one of those type of games. That was the first time that this year I was watching the XFL. And I was like, I can't believe I have a lot of money on this team because this is like this is bad. But it was tough, right? You know, you had one game, and then what do you take from week one? And oh, you know, and then into week two. It's only two games now, but I think we can start to really sort of like figure things out actually right now in the XFL. And we didn't do terrible. It was just we didn't win every bet like I'd like to. 
So looking at the uh, the numbers now, we have numbers actually for uh, week three. Saturday, the Seattle Sea Dragons are three-point favorites against the Vegas Vipers. This game is a complete freaking train wreck. You cannot trust Seattle minus three. Vegas are bad, but I do not trust the Sea Dragons minus three. Total is 38. The D.C. Defenders and the St. Louis Battlehawks, both teams are undefeated. This actually is a good game. Both teams are undefeated. D.C. Defenders are minus two. Totals 37. Money line minus 130. I like the D.C. Defenders in that game. The Arlington Renegades are laying nine and a half to the Orlando Guardians. We should get in on this now. The Guardians are like terrible. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Brancy. It's level two. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bustler, and everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the Mighty 1090 ESPN Radio, SoCal, in the house. We've got more football talk coming up. Rick Saratella will join us. He's getting ready. He's on his way to Indianapolis in the morning. Saratella steps up and in from the NFL Drop Bible. George Kurtz kicks it with us from Sports Grid Radio and Television uh, Network. So the we just talked about the uh, the NFL draft a little bit with Jamie Eisenberg and NFL the NFL quarterback carousel that is set to uh, to hit us. There's a lot of talk right now that somebody is going to move up and acquire the top pick of the draft. Bryce Young is minus 175 uh, right now to be the top pick in the draft. And it's interesting because Chicago's not taking a quarterback. So the sports books are convinced somebody is going to pull the trigger on a trade Will the Houston Texans do it, right? The Texans have the second pick. The Texans might be comfortable, you know, taking C.J. Stroud for all that we know. Anthony Richardson is the wild card X factor in all of this. And as Jamie Eisenberg stated a couple of moments ago, anybody that paid attention to the quarterback situation with the Gators over the last couple of years would have found it comical and laughable. Almost as comical and laughable as a Chris Sims and Mike Florio take um, that Anthony Richardson would be the number one pick or even a top five pick or even a first round pick. Florida Gator fans are like, this guy blows. He's terrible. Yeah, here we are uh, right now. Right? You know what? Like what happens in college is kind of irrelevant. You know, it's funny when people talk about, look, oh, you didn't beat this team and what happened against that team in this game. The, the NFL, you know, you think an NFL GM cares? They don't give a crap what the final score was. They don't care what your record was. All they care about is your physical tools, right? Your physical tools and your NFL playmaking ability. And Anthony Richardson has it. You know, it's, it's, I think it's pretty fitting, actually. You know, Cam Newton was briefly a Florida Gator. But the comparisons are Anthony Richardson and Cam Newton. As far as the athletic ability is concerned, is Anthony Richardson the new Cam Newton for the Carolina Panthers? George Kurt steps up in it. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We're putting our foot down to keep our feet up, like way up, with Lazy Boy. 
our phones will be set to do not disturb, our podcast to full volume, and our sofas to recline. After a full day of doing a lot of adulting, the only thing we'll be doing is a lot of nothing. It's our right to take time for our well-deserved lazy time. We, the lazy, are taking back lazy. All from the comfort of our Lazy Boy furniture. Lazy Boy. Long live the lazy. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The Monday Night Meltdown. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. Man, they've been playing tennis all night at Acapulco. Uh, they were playing earlier tonight when we started on Game Time Decisions. We gave you uh, that parlay with the Charlotte Hornets and El Chapo. And uh, it actually cashed. I think it was like plus 101. Or it was pretty good odds. I don't know, what, what was it? It was like minus 120, whatever. I don't know. Uh, it was good odds. So, uh, speaking of which, I just put a parlay in during the commercial break. Looking at the XFL numbers right now, the Arlington Renegades are nine and a half point favorites across the board at various sports books. The numbers too light. Um, I, you know, listen, Arlington haven't scored. Their offense is is stagnant. I don't understand why Drew Plitt is playing instead of Kyle Sloter. but Orlando like are the worst professional sports team in America. Like they're bad. Like, you know, let's just be real. Like, the XFL is a lower-tier league, and they're the worst team in the league. So, by by definition, they're the worst football team in America. All right? They're bad, bad. Like, they're, like, they're bad, but they're bad by XFL standards, bad even. Like, they're terrible. They've been absolutely lit up in both their football games. They don't have a quarterback. They, they don't have a competent coaching staff. Terrell Buckley's their coach. He spends the whole game ripping his team like he's mic'd up and – it's like, yeah, they're all terrible. <laughs> like, it's not going to end well. Like, I don't know if this guy's going to make it through the season. All you need to know is Paxton Lynch is their quarterback. And he's like, he gets pulled. They, they, it's like a revolving door of three different quarterbacks. It's a disaster zone. Arlington's defense will, like, kill them. Um, so Arlington are laying nine and a half, but it's a nice money line parlay in with the Houston Roughnecks. And I'll tell you what, Houston are minus four and a half against San Antonio, and I don't understand why this number isn't larger. We've seen Houston play two games this year, and they won both games by double digits. San Antonio are not that good. All right, San Antonio lost. They scored like 15 points, and they lost in week one, and they just beat Orlando, who are like, you know, god-awful, brutally bad. So Houston Roughnecks minus four and a half. Get in on this because once people sort of wake up and see this number, it will not beat four and a half. Let's bring in George Kurtz right now, Sports Grid Radio and Television Networks. How you doing tonight, George? Thank you for joining us. Oh, anytime. How am I doing? Uh, you know, here on Long Island, Gabe, we're getting our first, uh, I guess, significant snowfall of the year. So I'm watching the snowfall as I'm talking to you. Yeah, you know what? It would have been the first time in 50 years that there was no snow in New York, George. But here comes the snow. Yeah, I think we might get hit this weekend as well with maybe uh, for the, so maybe the, uh, I was going to say a better storm. I don't know if I'm going to say it's better, bigger. 
I guess uh, <laughs> I'm really hoping they're not going to make up for it all at once in March. It's just going to be one big whiteout. They're, um, hey, it's good for the uh, the snow companies. The mob's got to make money too, right? You know, yeah, real concerned white, about them. Real concerned. White, white gold. <laughs> white, white, white gold. I don't know, man. You know, the, the weather's whacked. It snows in Vegas now, and it doesn't snow in New York. But, uh, you know, it's been snowing in Vegas. The weather, and uh, look at in L.A., they had to cancel the soccer game. You got floods. It's cold as hell, like everywhere. The weather's just whacked uh, right now. So I brought this up earlier. I don't know if you saw Keandre Miller, um, his statement um, about uh, about the incident and what it appeared that he spit. Well, he did spit. He did spit on Drew Doughty. But um, whether it was delivered or not, right? And his statement uh, reads as... I wanted to make uh, take a moment to address what occurred in last night's game. I have all the respect in the world for Drew Doughty, and what, uh, what happened was completely accidental. I would never intend to do something like that on purpose. It goes against everything I am as a person and a player. I felt awful about it, and I'm thankful Drew gave me the opportunity to apologize and explain myself in person after the game. I said earlier, and I don't know if you saw my tweet, but you could tell like he was basically trying to clear his throat and spit before he was about to start trash-talking. And it was one of those... He spit it higher than he wanted to, and it sort of hit Dowdy. But I think the best way to put it, in my opinion, George, is his spit hit Dowdy. He didn't, like, say, oh, I'm going to spit on Drew Dowdy. He kind of spit, and it was like, oh, no, it's going to hit him. And it did. But I respect his apology, and I, for one, do believe him. And I think the video speaks for itself when you see. Because nothing happened. There was no reason for him. Like, there was, you know what I mean? I think it was just sort of that, and then about to... But uh, he's apologized. Dowdy accepted the apology. What's your take? Yeah, I think uh, my first thought is this. Uh, and yeah, I was actually watching the game when this happened uh, yesterday. Uh, I think whether you think he did it on purpose or not, and I think your, uh, your description is pretty accurate. I think he did mean to spit, but probably didn't mean to spit on him. You know, that sort of thing. And it did hit him. Uh, I thought both guys, though, handled it with class. You know, and Miller, he actually went to the locker room. To talk to Dowdy, that's that takes some uh, some stones there to do that. And I thought Dowdy, you know, not overreacting to it, listening to the apology. So I thought both guys acted, you know, for lack of a better term, like adults, rather than uh, yeah. But that happens on the ice here. That happens all the time, though. That like they'll they'll go to each other all the time after. You know, right they're, after they're, you know the guy that accepted, they're going to go at each other. There's going to be a words, uh, you know, war, war, words in the press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you this. Well, it's true, Drew Dowdy. It is suspended. true because no player. No, I would not suspend him. I would not. I think there's... It's been proven. You know what I mean? Like, Dowdy, like, they all know he didn't deliberately do it. I, would, I, I wouldn't suspend him, would you? I would fine him. The problem Just is, like, that's my issue. That's the, I was going to bring... The fine is 5000 That's all they can fine him. Yeah, so fine. I mean, the the like, so five thousand goes, goes goes to charity. It is what it is. Like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's nothing. It's it's not. That's the problem. If they can find him twenty thousand. I we have to write there with you. Twenty five thousand. Right? Okay, that's fine. I'm good. Five thousand. I mean, come on. That's, it's that's not. It's, well, you find him as a token. It's sort of like getting a speeding ticket. We're not putting you in jail, but here's a little fine. You know what I mean? Like it's like all right, listen. You know we don't. You know we're not going to suspend you. We know you didn't do it deliberately, but you did spit on somebody. So you know what I mean? It's one of these. You know, I it's it, it's not you know it's it's not the end of the world, but yeah, yeah like going, game. going yeah, I can get it. You know, I see because the problem is I don't think it's him, George. 
The problem is if you leave the door open now in the playoffs or something, if something That's happens and somebody spits on somebody, they're going to say, well, you know, you didn't suspend Miller. I didn't do it on purpose. And you know what I mean? Like, That's it's like I, it's, I, might, yeah. I might have to give him a game. I might yeah, you just, yeah, you're sort of tabless. By the way, it may not be the worst thing for the Rangers who are trying to get under the cap anyway to get Patrick Kane. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll, well, yeah, they'll get there. <laughs> they'll, Save some money, right? There. I mean, the games the Rangers are playing to get Kane is hilarious. Going with, what, sick, uh, and they had 18 guys on the ice, but not playing two of them. So, because they don't want to get these guys hurt and sending guys down. It's, it's hilarious what the Rangers are doing. And I think uh, the Caponomics say they can do it on Wednesday. That's when they'll be able to get kicked. Yeah, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Which is just stupid, George. What do we do? <laughs> I agree. It's like, funny. Like, we're kind of like, why are there these rules in the thing? Like, remember, remember Vegas played all kinds of games and started yes. signing guys after, and Tampa. Tampa, like, knew the rule as well, like, inside out. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're bringing these guys on board. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, what? Well, you know, it's like, well, no, read the fine language. And it's funny because the guy that Tampa worked for Tampa actually created that. He used to work for the league. Uh, some, it's just stupid. I mean, all that. Like, fans don't want to hear about this crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the guy sits and it's this and that. I, I know, but I saw Elliot Freeman say that the Rangers are basically trying to buy time until Wednesday. And they'll have the freedom to do this. We know it's, it's going to get done. Just They just have to finagle it and all this. But you know what yeah. else I find funny? You know, generally we all complain at the trade deadline. In every sport. Trade deadline in every sport, uh, you know, nothing ever happens here. You know, it never happens. It's always boring here. And the NHL, they, yeah, nothing's going to happen at the trade deadline day also because all the trades have been made already. Yeah, a lot, I lot mean, of stuff I, have you ever seen this? It's been more active than normal this year, the NHL trade deadline. Normally, it's not this who's, active. Who's left? Chikrin? No, nah, there'll be I some surprises. I, yeah, I think that's what we're hoping for. But, uh, and the, the Eastern Conference, my God, they're all trying to kill each other. God bless. It's a lot of fun. Except Carolina. Carolina have been silent. Out in the cold. The music has stopped. No chair. Which is a surprise because they're, they're knocking on the door, but maybe they think, you know what, we don't need to bring anybody in. Yeah, good luck with that. We'll see if Thatcher Demko gets dealt. Vancouver Canuck goaltender, which I'm not so sure he does, to be honest. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. 
set up chores, and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. Tell me something about baseball strategy. The only thing I know about strategy is that whatever the manager does, it's wrong. Unless it works, in which case he's a button pusher. The Late Night Anger Management Class, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Lomarenzi, Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. George Kurtz joining us from the Sports Grid Radio Television Networks. USA Today, George, Draftwire USA Today, have a uh, NFL quarterback draft, um, quarterback player comparison. Um, you know, like the players in the draft, who you know, what their ceiling is, who they can project to be. And you look at Bryce Young. And they compare him to Drew Brees, which I disagree with. But I do think there's somebody in this draft that has a hell of a lot of Drew Brees in him. And in fact, whenever I watch him, the first time I'm like, man, this kid's Drew Brees. This kid is Drew Brees. I don't think it's Bryce Young. I think Bryce Young is basically a combination of Tua and Kyler Murray, essentially. I think he's that's what he is. And I think he's a good quarterback. I think that his playing ability, similar to Tua, I would argue, you know what, I would, in my own personal opinion, George, and I'm a Tua fan, I think Bryce Young's better than Tua. I think Bryce Young sees things quicker. I think Bryce Young's got a better arm. I think Bryce Young's got more zip on the ball. He throws a better deep ball. There's a lot to like about Bryce Young. Like, the kid, like, he's he's freaking dynamic. Like, he is good. He's a leader. That's another thing, too. A lot of these Alabama quarterbacks were surrounded by a ton of talent. Not that he wasn't, but he wasn't. He didn't have the same blue-chip offensive weapons as past quarterbacks have had there. He really he was the team as opposed to these other guys. So I'm really hyping this kid up. There's a lot to like about him. But he's 5'10 and a half, bro, and he's 190 pounds. He's going to get hurt. You can be as nimble and as crafty as you want in the pocket. Doesn't matter, man. It's like playing in traffic. You're going to get hit by a car eventually. And eventually, it doesn't even have to be one of those smoke job hits, George. You know what I mean? Whatever, bro. Some 340-pound, you know, 20-pound D-tackle just lands on you, bro. Oh, separated shoulder. We've seen it. Tua gets hurt all the time. Kyler gets hurt all the time. Baker Mayfield, smaller dude, gets hurt all the time. I just can't buy in. I think you'll get hurt. Are you buying or selling Bryce Young? 194 pounds uh, is what he's listed as, right, Doug? That's, that's too small. He's going to have to put on a, uh, a decent amount of weight, 20 pounds of muscle somewhere he around He wants there. to get to 220. That's the projected weight, 220. Wow, 25 pounds of uh, muscle. Uh, I'm sure it's doable, right? I'm sure it's doable, but he's going to have to get that because you're right. He will get hurt. All right. Uh, by the way, you know, if a defensive lineman lands on him, that's a penalty, Gabe. Don't forget that. So, yeah, I, I agree with you that he would get hurt. Yeah, so he'd have to put on muscle here. Uh, I, I think this draft is going to be a lot of fun because, uh, I mean, you're, you start from right from the start here. What are the Bears doing? Are they, they going to take uh, Stroud, trade Fields? I wouldn't. I would keep Fields. And I assume that's what they're going to do as well. Uh, my question would be how far down do the Bears want to move? You know, they know Houston's going to take a quarterback at two, probably assuming Young goes one, Stroud will go two. 
So how many players do they have graded as a you know, top of the uh, draft uh, grade that, that they're willing to move down? You know, uh, will they move down to Indianapolis at four? And just, uh, you'll get the, technically get the second best overall player, and that's not a quarterback because Arizona, I would assume, would take the top player. So uh, that's what my curiosity is. You know, I, listen, I think Stroud, I think Young's going number one no matter what. No matter if they trade it or not, he's going number one. So people are going to believe he's got the strong arm. And I think they'll assume, as you, uh, you know, he'll get the 215, 220, whatever it is. It might take time, but I think they'll assume he does that, that he can protect himself there. And I think they like him more than Stroud. So I think Young's going one, Stroud's going two. Best player overall to Arizona at three. And, you know, the games begin at four. I said, where will, he, uh, where will Chicago trade down to? Um, yeah, well, we'll see. I don't, I'm not even so sure. I think Bryce Young probably goes number one, but they were so early in this process, George, right? Yes, yes. Like, you know what I mean? Anthony Richardson is the guy that people might talk themselves into and think, wow, you know, this, this, you know, he's, he's bigger and he's stronger and look at this, it's like what he can do. But now nah, it'll be Bryce Young. It'll be Bryce Young. I guess. It's not sexy, but if I had to bet on this, George, I would say the Houston Texans will just move up a spot. They'll move up a spot, and they'll have to give up like next year's first round pick. God, and a little more. Kill Levy Smith. (laughs) If they have to, because he won the last game of the season, they may have to do just what you're talking about, just to make sure they get the quarterback they want. (laughs) They should have fired him before that last game. Yeah, but who's to say? Who's to say that you know? What I mean, the other coach wouldn't have won the game. I mean, what are you going to yeah, do? Of course, we'll, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I just find it hilarious, though. Absolutely hilarious. That uh, that was his. What you're not going to hire me? So his going away present was the cost of the number the number one overall pick, cost him the quarterback of their choice. Which we're, we're assuming it's young. If it's Stroud, hey, then it doesn't matter. They'll get their guy anyway. But I do wonder if that would be it. And that's, that's the perfect scenario for Chicago for the Bears, right? They get to I don't think it'll be Stroud. Uh, yeah, I'll be young, right? Uh, but they get to move down one spot, and, and maybe trade again. By the way, yeah. you know, to go if someone who wants Stroud at two, and to move down again, right? So, but I'm uh, saying there's, there's no guarantee. The I'm not saying Stroud's no lock to be the second pick, though. Like no, that's the thing. No, it's not like oh yeah, like it's not like everybody is like oh yeah yeah CJ Stroud. It's like it's not like one or one A or anything like that. There's basically Bryce Young and then C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis. And then you get into personal preference. Not a lot. Listen, what, you know what I mean? Justin Fields is an Ohio State quarterback. He's pretty good. He hasn't really been given a fair chance yet. But the history of Ohio State quarterbacks, there's a, there's, there's a reservation about this. Like... That's what's like, that's like the deal with Hendon Hooker, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, even though he's a little older, like how come, and I know he got hurt, but he's, he's, he's back now. And like, how, you know, what about Hendon Hooker? And the whole thing is, well, any quarterback would be successful in that system, right? Like it's sort of, there's a lot of that that goes on with this. And, you know, the Ohio State stuff, like they basically look and go, look, every damn quarterback that's been there under this system has been successful. And none of them are good in the NFL. But C.J. Stroud, I think, is different. I like C.J. Stroud. I mean, C.J. Stroud is is a modern quarterback. I think he could be good. Um, Arizona won't take a quarterback, right? Like you said, they'll they'll be able to grab a very good defensive player. 
Plus, now they've got the uh, they've got the defensive coordinator guy from Philadelphia, right? So he's not going to be opposed to getting a Jalen Carter or Will Anderson if they're there. He's going to be happy, and he'll tell them this is a smart idea to build our defensive line. I wonder line. if they would trade down. Same theory here. They need more than uh, one player. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. If they thought, you know what, we could still get that defender we want. I can almost guarantee you that's what Gannon's thinking and telling them in Arizona. Telling them, this is what we got to do. We got to get more physical, and how do you win? You got to start in the trenches. Look at the Detroit Lions, George. That construction was very well done, bro. Right? They started off with, like, let's draft a bunch of offensive linemen. And people are like, well, for what? To protect what? And they were like, no, no, let's just get a bunch of good offensive linemen. All right, let's start building that defensive line now. Right, like you can always get a wide receiver. You can always like bring in a guy here and there. Right, like you get that foundation. And honestly, we could look at the division odds, but do the Detroit Lions win that division next year? I think so. <laughs> I've already said it. <laughs> I, I think so. I love. I mean, I said we've had a lot of fun with Dan Campbell. A lot of fun. Uh, but I think he's done a great job there, and they play for him. They play for him. Uh, I got a couple of number ones here. And like you said, they built the offensive lineup. Uh, I, I like what they've done. Like what they've done there. And the division is not great. Do you trust Minnesota? I don't. They may not have Dalvin Cook next year. They haven't signed him. He's a free agent. We know they have issues on defense that could uh, definitely show up. Uh, I think the Bears will be better, absolutely, but not there yet. And Green Bay, all right, talk to me about Rodgers. You know, what did the, the darkness tell him? You know, did he see his shadow? You know, we can have six more weeks of spring. What's going on here? So is he going back there? Is he going to the Jets? Is he going to uh, you know the Raiders? What, whatever here. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. I think the Jets want him badly, but we haven't heard anything from Aaron all of a sudden, right? All of a sudden he's quiet about what he wants to do here. So uh, hard to put them there. I think the Lions right now, uh, from what we know, I would pick the Lions to win the division. My, my guess is, my own personal feel is, that Aaron Rodgers goes back to the Packers. I kind of think you're right. When it's all it's said and quiet. done. Yeah. When it was By the way, I, I'm done. not so sure the Packers be thrilled about that. I think they'd like to move <laughs> up to the circus and get a couple of picks. I think you're right, actually, about that. Yeah. I think they're I think, thinking. I think, I think they'd like I think he's probably almost doing it to, to terrorize them almost. He's probably <laughs> thinking, you know what? They'd probably be happy if I did this. So, you know what? Screw them. I'm going to play this out. They owe him a ton of money already. Like, so, so, you know what I mean? Like, he's got money coming. That's my gut feel. It seems to me like if you really want to, like, there's no reason for you to leave, but if you want to go to the Raiders, fine. You're not going to win. You could go to the Jets. That would be. That's, Buffalo that's Miami thing. there. I mean, if he wants to win, I know. isn't the uh, NFC North the best place? Yeah, the Packers you're gonna go would to the be NFC's your best spot if you want to win. Yeah, exactly. Unless you said, you know what, let me go to Tampa and replace Brady. I'll throw the ball to Mike Evans and Godwin and stuff. Right, he'd have, a, he'd have a field day. I think that's a great place to go. I'm, just, I'm not so sure Green Bay would trade him there or Tampa Bay would give up no. to get him. Supposedly, uh, they, they only want to do AFC. AFC or bust. So Jets are, Jets are a good up-and-coming team, but like I said, I don't know if I want to go deal with Josh Allen and, uh, and Buffalo. Not to mention Miami's a good squad as well. It's no, you'll make the playoffs. There's no guarantee he's going to be that, that big a threat. Yeah, not Jets to mention, you get to the playoffs, you got to deal with Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, right. and Bills. Like, it's like brutal. Thanks. Not to mention, we'll see what Lamar Jackson, what what happens with him. Baltimore blow. Just set him free, man. You don't want to pay him. Just set him free. This is Sports Rage. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. QB comparisons, uh, USA Today. Uh, draft wire. Speaking of which, actually, um, we'll have more draft talk. Rick Saratella from the NFL Draft Bible will join us uh, in level three. CJ Stroud, they have him compared to Matt Ryan, which... Um, it's, I think it's, you know what, he's more athletic than Matt Ryan. But C.J. Stroud is a pocket passer. I can see the comparison um, in, in, in a similar way. He is a pocket passer. I think if anybody really did have, though, a great showing in the playoff, because I think there should be something to be said for how you play in a big game. And he played against an elite defense in the Georgia Bulldogs, and he lit him up. He carried the team on his back. He was missing guys. He, You know what I mean? He was running for yards. Like, that was big-time stuff. It was super impressive. And I gained a lot more, like, coming away from that. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, that was, like, that's an explanation point, like, that you just put on this, on your college career uh, right there. So, I think C.J. Stroud's the real deal, George. I think he will be taken, you know, extremely high. Right? I mean, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we all... We all pretend this and that, but we're not the ones in charge. <laughs> like so, you know what I'm saying? All it takes is one GM to like somebody else. Like, like Jamie Eisenberg's a smart guy. He was just with us, and he said, you know, Anthony Richardson has a chance to be the number one pick too. Like he's so athletic, he's got a shot. He does, and uh, you know, as you were hinting at earlier, the combine could change things. It does every year, right? We're talking with February 28th now, uh, so you know. Drafts in about two months. Things will change for whatever reason. Somebody will have a bad pro day. You know, that'll knock them down a couple of times. So we'll find out something about somebody. He didn't go to his, he didn't go to his teammate's birthday party. A uh, little draft day reference for you. Uh, so some things could absolutely change there. Uh, I don't think either one's going to fall out of the top ten, no matter what happens here. And I know a lot of people do speculate this could be the first draft in, I don't know, however many years, that we'll have four quarterbacks taking the top ten. Andy Richards is 6'4", 230 pounds. He has by far the strongest arm of anybody in this draft. 
He can make... I know no, that's not fully true. Will Levis, him and Will Levis. Will Levis has a freaking cannon. Um, they're both kind of comparable in that both of them... I don't know. Like, Will Levis has a cannon, but he throws the ball to the other team too often. And Anthony Richardson has a cannon, yet... He throws the ball to no team sometimes, George. <laughs> like, like what I'm saying is like he's very all over the place, right? Like one play, one play he'll throw like a 55-yard bomb on a dime, and I'll be like, oh, my God, that's unstoppable. Like, look at that pass. And then the next, you know, the next play he'll turn it over and he'll miss a wide-open guy. He won't read something properly. He's very raw, but... From a talent standpoint, he probably is the best one if you're looking for that style of quarterback, which a lot of teams are. His pro comparison is Cam Newton, and you, you know I can't really think of a better comparison uh, for him. Then you get Will Levis, who they have compared to Jameis Winston, <laughs> who I said had you know, Will Levis had uh, 20, listen, 23 interceptions over the last two seasons for Will Levis, but... A lot of times, George, these quarterbacks are judged on that when in reality, like Josh Allen turned the ball over a million times in college because he's trying to make plays. He's the best player on the team, and he's running around, and he's got to like, throw the ball in bad situations. Oftentimes, like Will Levis was often playing from behind uh, against better teams in the SEC. So it's a little deceptive, but I'm not going to lie. That's the knock on Will Levis that he does, th- you know what I mean? He thinks he can throw the ball anywhere. He's got that sort of... He's got a lot of Josh Allen. And to me, he's a cross between Josh Allen, Phillip Rivers, and Justin Herbert. Like, that's 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 the combination. So there's sort of the good, the bad, and the ugly all mixed in between with those three. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you have to find the right team for the right player. right? And I think that's always uh, one of the bigger problems here. And sometimes, uh, maybe they draft the best quarterback on the board, but they don't draft the best quarterback for them. And they want a uh, square hole, round peg sort of thing. A quarterback that's not really for their system, but they want to play their system. I think it's always a big mistake that coaches make is that you try and make the player fit your system rather than your system fit the player. You know, let the system do what the player does best. Rather than uh, praying you can get him to adjust. You know, I think that's why we have, uh, I think that's why we have problems sometimes here. Not always. Sometimes, go, you know, people have misevaluations here. I think there's also times where people... They want the quarterback so badly because you have to have it in the NFL to truly compete here that maybe you're hoping and you're, you know, you're sort of being blinded by how good or they can really become. You know, the odds of all four of these guys you mentioned becoming all pros is, what, 1,000 to 1? You know, to be that kind of player? Odds are, you know, maybe one's really good, one's good, and two are average. Maybe one even well below average. And uh, I don't know, you can, you can absolutely say it's, oh, this guy's definitely the old pro. You know, this guy's definitely the future Hall of Famer. It's really, to me, it's always... Very educational guesses here, but they get it wrong a lot. Well, if you look, yeah, that's that's another thing, too. We, and people only focus in on these quarterbacks at the top, yet they're not the ones that, look, Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the one that was playing. That's why Jake Hander's the guy to keep your eye on, everybody. That's the – he's that guy that – you know what I mean? The mainstream shows aren't going to talk about because they're going to, oh, and what about Bryce Young? What about C.J. Stroud and Will Levis and Andy Richardson? And I get that conversation, but Jake Hayner might be better than them in the NFL. Right? Like, he's got that he's got that it factor about him. Put it this way, too. When he went to the Senior Bowl, George, Jake Hayner, the players vote 
on the um, the player of the week, right? Not the MVP of the game, but they vote on like the the MVP of the practice and the best this and the best that. And Jay Kaner won. So what does that tell you? That's like the respect of his peers right there, which is big time, right? And there were like a bunch of hotshot quarterbacks there, and Jay Kaner stole the show and was the big leader there. He's the guy. Like, and I could, I'm telling you right now, Raider fan, I would not be disappointed with this if I was um, if if I was a Raider fan and the Raiders said, you know what, let's go with Jake Hayner. But the only thing is, Josh McDaniels won't do that because Jake Hayner's mentor, George, was Derek Carr. <laughs> ironically enough. Well, they're both Fresno State Bulldogs. So, like, maybe, like, basically, like, uh, Jake Hayner has, like, looked up to Derek Carr for advice, both cars. He's looked up to them. The cars have QB camps and stuff. He's been training with them since he was, like, nine years old or whatever. They've been mentoring the kid. And, and you know, I mean, he's got a relationship with Devontae Adams. All those Fresno guys stick together. But it's interesting. It'd be funny if they replaced, they got rid of Derek Carr and brought in the guy. It would only be like, I don't know. I can see that happening, actually. They'll bring in the guy that Derek Carr actually mentored since he was a kid, George. That's irony right there. That's funny. Uh, you're right. That's irony, ironic. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, I, I do wonder this. I know we're joking about this, but I would really hope that if McDaniel thought he's the guy, that he wouldn't take it because uh, Carr is the mentor. That would just be ridiculous. No, right? no. Uh, but it would be funny. I mean, uh, the odds of that. I mean, let's face it. I don't know what McDaniels wants, though, in a quarterback. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he had Tom Brady all those years. Yeah. Yeah. He he should. I'm telling you what, though. Josh McDaniels liked Cam Newton. Like, he did. And they ran pretty pretty good plays for him. So, I'm thinking, if you like Cam Newton... But you could like Anthony Richardson. And what are the Raiders like, George? Throw ball far. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, so, like, when, you know what I mean? Like, basically, they're going to look like if Al Davis was alive, they took Jamarcus Russell. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if Al Davis is alive, I'm telling you right now, like, Anthony Richardson's their, their choice. Al will see this kid throwing the ball 70 yards in the air on a dime, and he's like crazy, like bombs, like bullet fastball, or like these like line drive. Like, have you seen this kid, George? Look at this, like some of the videos, not from his game, but even like his workout videos now. Dude, he's just got that flick of the wrist, and it's like a bullet, man. Like that ball is a fastball. That's what makes NFL guys drool because they're like, oh, my God, like he can throw this in and even the fastest DB can't get there. So there, you know what I mean? But he's very raw. And even when you watch, like even when he's throwing to nothing, George, or like just, you know, an open receiver in shorts, you see like the ball sometimes like starts to say like, like it's like a, like it's like a missile. It's like a Russian missile. It doesn't know where it's going. Like, it, it's like this, like, it's like this speeding bullet, George. And then it starts rising. Like, he's one of those dudes that, like, scares people, like, to catch the ball even. Like, Josh Allen, like, scared Bill players, like, the first, like, couple of times. Like, they warned them, like, listen, most times when you turn around, guys, you have a second. Like, you know what I mean, George, when you're running and you turn around and the ball's there? They said most guys, you turn around, they said, guys, when Josh throws the ball, get ready. Like, or you're going to get hit in the face. <laughs> like, like, the ball's going to get there fast. That's Anthony Richardson, bro. That guy 
is a fastball flamethrower, George. Yeah, well, remember back in the day, uh, Brett Favre, John Elway, they would break their receivers' fingers. Because if you're not really ready to catch the ball, you know, your fingers get bent. They're going to be broken because they throw the ball so damn hard here. Yeah, they throw uh, too hard. Yeah, they probably they probably did. You, know, you got to take it. Yeah, you need yeah, to yeah, learn yeah, how to throw it off speed here. Right? Change Josh Allen does every that now still. And then. Yeah, I think you learn that in time. Right, uh, I think you do learn that in time, that quarterback. So you know, get rid of some of that adrenaline. So that's, I think that's the other thing, though. You know, when you think about these quarterbacks, some are going to be rushed to play from day one. Some won't be. You know, that's why I think it's also so important to have a capable backup. I mean, I'm not talking, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, but someone that. Well, that's what I would do. Not be clamoring for uh, the number one rookie when he's not ready to play here. Once again. You and I are from a different age where quarterbacks sat for years. I know no one's doing that anymore because you can't. Well, they're kind of hard now again. They're kind of hard, to be honest. Look at Jordan Love. Trey Lance, yeah, they're kind of, we are in this era, like, to be honest. We kind of are in that era almost, but I know what you mean. But if I'm the Raiders, I would get Jimmy Garoppolo and draft like a quarterback. I'd do it both. Jimmy Garoppolo's a stopgap one-year guy anyways. And it's not like Jimmy G has a massive market for him. You know what I mean? He's not. Like, he's often injured. How much money is he really going to get? So let's say you give him, I don't know, $10 million or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, a very manageable deal. And then you, you draft the quarterback, and you have Jimmy G, and then Jimmy G inevitably gets hurt, George, in week four or five or whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, and then the quarterback starts. <laughs> like, that's – am I wrong? Am no, I wrong? you're not. We, we know Jimmy G's getting hurt. It's, it's just a matter of placing the bet as to when. Uh, you know, first half, first month, first quarter. I think he would get more than 10 million. I think it's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm exactly. I'm telling right? you what I would give him. <laughs> yeah, he, but someone's going someone's gonna to overpay for I heard 25 million is what he's. He's not looking for 45. Like, he's not like, oh, yeah, I want to be paid. That, like, no. no, no. But I heard 25, George. He wants That's 25 million. Yeah. Derek Carr wants 35 million. That's pretty much confirmed. The car like is like yeah, it'll be thirty five million, like which isn't breaking the bank actually. That's not like that's an average quarterback. Yeah, like cars not like he's like that's why teams like him. Like they said, so what are you looking for anyways? And point blank, like it's been like yeah, thirty five. Said thirty five a year. Hey, Jones wants forty five. Jones wants forty five. You got Baker Mayfield on the market. 45 to Daniel Jones. You can't do this that. is Portrait. You know, Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. When it comes to teaching kids and teens about money, practice makes perfect. That's where Greenlight comes in. With a debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest. Parents send instant money transfers, create custom chores, and automate allowance, while kids track their spending, set savings goals, and practice money skills they can use today and for life. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. Late night anger management class. Another story that is the developing right now, George Kurtz with us, is uh, in New York about the New York Jets. The Jets got to do something about their quarterback situation. And I, you know, this Aaron Rodgers stuff, I don't think a lot of teams want to deal with it, George. Like, you know, with retreats and interviews every week, and like, they're just tired of it. I think, like, I think other teams are kind of looking at Green Bay and thinking, man, we're glad we don't have to deal with that. And, as you stated, I think Green Bay is almost hoping that he comes back and says, guys, I really want to get traded. Are you going to be like, fine, good, right? Like, I think they'll be like, sure, okay. And like, right away, I think they'll be like, we're, okay, we're on the phone. All right, all right, we're going to make it up. I think that's what they want. You know, I don't know. He's such a, you know, prima donna that he's a good football player. Um, but I think he ends up back with Green Bay. So now you get the New York Jets. Word is today that they're open and interested in Geno Smith returning to New York. What do you think of that? Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> that would make things Full like comes full circle. Uh, oh, he I, comes back. <laughs> I think the, the Jets are going to be very careful, though, because they're waiting on Rodgers. what they're doing right now. They're waiting on Rodgers here. And if Rodgers, you know, goes someplace else and Carr, because I think Carr is really their second choice, I think Geno might be after that. You know, I think they're another team. If they're not careful, music's going to stop. They're not going to have a chair. Green Bay could go yeah, back. nothing's happened yet. There's no need to panic. No. Nothing's happened yet. You know what I mean? But you got to be careful. But caution. You are right. You can do it any day. And Rodgers doesn't want to go to you. And you can't get you. I don't know. From what, from what I'm hearing, I've heard that the Jets would be all in if they could get Lamar Jackson. But I don't think it will happen. More with Joseph Kurtz on the other side. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, parents. Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.